to the podcast. This is But What's Next with me, Michelle Reed. We have a very fun episode today. I am just gonna be honest, I really wasn't in the mood to do something super serious this week. I've been doing a lot of serious adult things in my life at this stage of trying to buy a house and getting things in order with taxes that I was just in the mood to do something lighthearted and fun, even though I think it could become very not lighthearted and fun (laughs) very quickly because I accidentally read one of these when I was looking on my Instagram, but I guess I'll tell you guys what it is. You already know by the title. We are going to react to some unpopular opinions. So I asked on my Instagram for you guys to submit any of your unpopular opinions. Opinions. I didn't even have a subject range or anything just said you know spitball let me know and I'm sure a lot of these are going to be very light-hearted like something about food or something's overrated but I was reading one and then I realized this actually might not be very light-hearted so we'll see I think these episodes are so fun I've listened to these from JC and Chelsea from what we said I love when they do these episodes Rachel Vin on her podcast just did the same thing too and I just thought it'd be fun to switch it up and like I said this week has just been such a boring week of doing a lot of computer work we are trying to finish our taxes by the end of this month to kind of get the ball rolling on getting approved for or getting pre-approved for a house based off of our income from the past two years and all that stuff is extremely harder when you're self-employed too because you're getting paid from so many different sources and finding all those sources putting in all your expenses all that jazz and especially because we've had so many address changes and everything it has just been a little bit crazy and also in March we are doing quite a bit of traveling we're going to Florida which I am so excited for I've been looking forward to this but we made the mistake of not realizing that this Florida trip that we're going on which is to go to one of Aiden's cousin's weddings we didn't realize it was the week of spring break and so I sometimes forget because I'm not a Disney person that people love going to Florida because of Disney especially during spring break and flights were so expensive I have never in my life I think the most expensive plane ticket I've ever booked was I went to Maui one year no not Maui I went to Kauai with Aiden's family and I paid for that ticket when we were dating but this was so expensive just to go to Orlando which is a two-hour flight but I'm so excited we should have booked it earlier that's our fault we're just kind of last minute with stuff like that we are going to be spending a weekend in Orlando to see some friends and then we're also going to spend a night in St. Augustine because I thought that that would be fun. And then we're driving down near Del Rey Beach, which is around where the wedding's going to be. And we're going to spend the week there with Aiden's grandma and his family. So it's going to be a ton of fun. But we're doing that trip in March. We have another wedding we're going to. And then this upcoming weekend, I'm going on a bachelorette weekend. And so with all that being said, I love traveling. I think that traveling is a lot of fun, especially when the weather gets nicer. It's just a nice vibe to get to go to a place like Florida when... It's been kind of not great weather here in Texas, but it takes a lot of planning and prepping to get ahead, especially when you do YouTube and you're recording your life and assessing, do I want to record on this trip? Do I not want to record on this trip? And just planning things out. I'm very thankful that for the next couple of months, I'm working with really awesome sponsors that I'm just really excited about. But with that being said, that means you have to organize everything beforehand and I think my brain has just been in this weird place of knowing that all these big changes are coming up over the summer so it's hard to figure out what exactly we're going to plan for because like I said we're just very spontaneous with trips and stuff but there are a lot of adult things that I sometimes forget need to be planned out way far in advance and so 
I just wanted to do something lighthearted, which I'm really excited for. I have a couple of highs for this week. The first one, I actually have a P.O. box. I don't know if you guys know that, but I have it in the description of all my YouTube videos and I get such kind and sweet letters and I always joke that every time I go to my P.O. box, I end up crying because of people's letters, but this time Aiden actually went and picked up our stuff from our P.O. box and this sweet girl, her name is Kendra. I don't believe she's on social media right now, so I don't know if she's going to see this, but she sent me this book. It's called Every Moment Holy and if you guys have watched my socials on other platforms you're probably so annoyed because I've talked about this so much but it is this book that has different kind of liturgies and prayers for certain moments of the day so one will be like when you're waking up in the morning when you're about to spend time with friends when you're about to head on travels whatever is specific circumstances it has a prayer for that it's kind of similar to the book of common prayer in that manner and it has been so life-giving I've only had it for the past few days but I've been reading it before doing any of the tasks that are in the set prayers and I it's just so sweet because if you guys listen to this podcast or if you watch my YouTube videos you probably know that I love the beauty and simplicity of older liturgies and prayers that have been around time after time and I really value kind of traditional aspects of Christianity and I just thought that that was so special. I love simple words that have so much meaning to them and that book was so kind. It's just been something that I've loved using over the past few days so I wanted to share that. I think it would also be a really sweet gift. And my second high, we have just had the most lovely Saturday. I'm recording this on Saturday which I sometimes like recording on the weekends but I sometimes don't like it but today I wanted this one to be just lighthearted, so I wanted to record it on Saturday but I slept until nine o'clock which I hardly ever do I have this thing and I don't know if anyone else is like this where if I don't wake up it doesn't even have to be incredibly early but if I don't wake up at the set time every day I feel very thrown off but I have just noticed with my body going through a lot of hormonal changes getting off of hormonal birth control my body has been craving just solid rest, just no set alarm, don't need to wake up at a certain time, sleep in and have a slow morning. And I have been putting, I literally put it on my calendar today to sleep in and have a slow morning and it has been so nice. We went to the farmer's market. I made cash homemade dog treats. I'm recording this podcast, but this doesn't really feel like work and just having a slow day. And I just wanted to encourage you guys, if you feel that you're in a busy season of life to just put it on your calendar to have one day that's slow where you're not, you know, incessantly tracking, incessantly checking your phone or getting work done here and there just trying to focus on being still. We just laid on the couch and hung out together, which I know is so simple, but even during the week, my brain is in such a different spot than it is on a Saturday, especially a Saturday like today. It was 65 degrees, it's sunny. We're about to go hang out with my family too. And this is just my perfect Saturday. And I feel like we have been, we had just been busy the past couple of weeks. And so I was craving just a calm, peaceful life-giving Saturday and that has been today. I really don't have any lows either and I don't really want to start searching for lows because and obviously from day to day there are things that bring me down that discourage me throughout the weeks but really I kind of want to take this segment out of the podcast because sometimes I'll find myself searching for lows and it'll only bring me down more and I'm not even into I think people call it toxic positivity 
But sometimes I think when I focus too much on my emotions and the way that my mind is leading me, I forget that sometimes our emotions do lead us to places that we don't need to go to. And something that I've been working on the past year is kind of separating myself and rationality from my emotions. I actually just saved this on Instagram. I wanted to read it and I know not everyone shares the same faith as me but this is something that always comforts me. It's a quote from John Piper. It's from the book Finally Alive which I actually haven't read before but I kind of want to read it. It says, my feelings are not God. God is God. My feelings do not define truth. God's word defines truth. My feelings are echoes and responses to what my mind perceives and sometimes many times my feelings are out of sync with the truth. When that happens, and it happens every day in some measure, I try not to bend the truth to justify my imperfect feelings, but rather I plead with God. Purify my perceptions of your truth and transform my feelings so that they are in sync with the truth. And I love that. I love that so much because it brings me comfort that when I'm feeling down or I think a lot of times this applies when you're thinking that someone else is thinking something about you that it's not always the truth and sometimes our minds will lead us places that we just don't need to go to and that's not to say that you shouldn't process your emotions and feel the things that you're feeling but I guess one of my unpopular opinions sometimes all of our emotions aren't valid and I'm talking about this for me because I know sometimes I feel things that yes in the moment I feel that and it's good to feel that but that's not actually reality that's not valid it's me overthinking or being distracted or maybe in a very basic way maybe I'm just hungry and my mind's just taking me somewhere that is not reality and that brings me a lot of comfort when I feel just really emotional which I have been and I kind of want to make a video once I'm off of my transition of going off of hormonal birth control talking about the process because my mind has been in so many different places on Monday this week I was in the weirdest place ever and I read this quote on that day because I was struggling with you know god why do I feel this way why do I think that everyone is out to get me and I read this quote and it made me realize that yeah sometimes our emotions aren't valid this is probably external things that are making me feel the way that I do but that doesn't mean that these feelings are valid in this moment because I love the line that says that our feelings are echoes and responses to what our minds perceive. And when you think about people, we all perceive things so differently. And I think this is why, you know, arguing on the internet or going back and forth with people on the internet is so pointless because those conversations go so much differently when you are sitting in person with them because you're able to kind of see, oh, I didn't even realize that you thought that because you perceived it to be this way versus I perceived it to be this way. And you just don't get that online. And yeah, I don't know. I actually wasn't planning on sharing that in the beginning, but I guess that'll kick off my <laughs> unpopular opinion. Speaking from experience, I'm not even talking about other people in that. This is just me because I know I had one of those days on Monday and it was not a fun day. Okay, I'm going to read all these and I'm keeping these anonymous, but this first one says, this one says PSL is not good. So pumpkin spice lattes. I will say I actually used to agree with this one more, but this past fall I got really into the pumpkin stuff. I don't know why, but I actually thought it tasted good. It wasn't even because it was popular and I actually just made pumpkin overnight oats the other day because I really love pumpkin even though it's February and so yeah, I think that's a common one that people believe is overhyped though. This one is she says that movies are not good. I can't sit through one. I think that this is increasingly one that we deal with because of phones though. I mean, I find it so hard to sit through movies now and I 
almost crave watching tv shows more because you know you can keep watching it doesn't just end after an hour and a half and movies nowadays I just don't think they're as good they're so repetitive and so many of our movies now are remakes of old ones that it's just rare to find a really good movie and even when I watch movies now it's always the Netflix originals or something that's just on HBO it's not really something that comes out in theaters but maybe that's just because everything's streaming now but I actually agree with that one and whenever we watch a movie we have to make a conscious effort to put up our phones and not look at them which is kind of sad but it's also a little bit true. This one says I hate the new anti-aging era we're going into. It's okay to have wrinkles and age. This is one that I have been thinking about a lot lately because I do think it's more common now. I don't necessarily know if it's more common that people are getting you know all these treatments done to kind of prevent aging or if it's just because we're more comfortable talking about it than we used to, which I'd actually argue is a good thing because I think when you are getting those kind of treatments done, it is really helpful, especially if you're someone who has a young audience or something to make it known that you've had those. Although, yeah, it's everyone's personal opinion what they do with that, but I have thought about this a lot lately because I do think that we are kind of terrified of aging nowadays. It's kind of associated with negative things. I was actually just watching a lot of my old YouTube videos, which I rarely do because it weirdly makes me sad when I do that. Not sad, it makes me very nostalgic and it was specifically a lot of my videos when I was in New York City and this was part of the reason on Monday when I was feeling really down. I was watching those videos and I just remembered the feeling of living there and being there and you know we always romanticize things when we look back on them but I was looking at just how much younger I looked back then because I actually was younger. I was literally 19, 20, but even in the past two years, I was watching my videos now and I just thought, you know, wow, I have aged so much since then. And that's something that maybe other people don't notice, but when it's you and you have two videos a week of yourself growing up, you just have so much to compare yourself to. And I caught myself being in this slump of thinking, you know, I need to work on getting better anti-aging skincare and there's just so many things that we can do now to kind of hold on to our youth and it does beg the question of why are we so scared of getting older is it because society associates that with weakness getting older is it because we are just trying to hold on to something that we used to have and yeah it is sometimes scary i definitely feel the pressure of you see people say like you should start getting botox when you're this age because it'll help and i don't really know exactly where i stand on this personally because there's definitely certain things that I would never do but and now you hear you know if it makes you happier like why wouldn't you want to do it but I think that's a tricky route to go along at least I know from my experience personally when you think that doing something is going to bring you happiness it never quite quenches our desire for happiness at least for me you know with something small maybe I buy an expensive shirt thinking that it's going to make me happy if I buy that but slowly the joy from that fades away and then you crave the next thing and so I think the thing with plastic surgery that always makes me nervous is would you just keep craving new ways to preserve your youth and have to do x y and z treatment so I think that's a very interesting opinion though to share and I think it's one that we talk about a lot more now okay I actually somewhat agree with this one now she says I think tiktok is nauseating and I had a brief stint with TikTok for a little bit where I really liked it because I thought it was fun. It is very humorous making TikToks and it's funny, but 
I found myself feeling almost a sense of darkness when I was on there. Specifically, the things that would be sent to my For You page wouldn't actually be things that I like to see or just really like scandalous videos or it would bring up drama posts from people which is just not my thing I do not like to look at that stuff I it just is not doing anyone good by watching that and getting caught up in that stuff there's something about the way that TikTok funnels content that just started making me a little bit uneasy so I haven't been on it I don't know if I'll get back on TikTok but recently I just have not been a huge fan of the app I do think it can be fun but it's so addicting to be on TikTok I will say I think it's the best place to grow right now if you're trying to do social media and that's what makes me go back and forth like this is a good platform to be on because it's easy to grow I think it's great because it's easier to grow when you're smaller too and you don't already have a following you can just have a following on TikTok which I think is really awesome but sometimes the stuff that gets cycled through to me I'm just not a huge fan of but yeah this is one that increasingly I just think that we have to be more aware of how our social media affects us because for some reason Instagram doesn't do that for me when I'm watching reels I don't get as sucked into them and I think it's because trends are later to get on Instagram versus on TikTok and even swiping through stories I think because I recently curated my Instagram so it's mostly people that bring me joy when I look at their page or it's people I know in real life so when I get through my stories it's only the people who I really not need to see but seeing them on a daily basis just like brings me joy and it's not random people that I have followed since I was 12 if that makes sense so yeah I would love to know your guys's opinion on TikTok though this one says hunkering down and going for your goals alone shutting out the work to focus on you God doesn't call us to go out on life on our own we need to have that fellowship society glorifies shutting out the work to focus on yourself but that's not good yeah, I think that that can definitely be true. I think living a life in isolation, and this is something we learned a lot the past two years, it's really hard and I don't really think it's good for us. And I struggle with this because I naturally do isolate myself and I get very comfortable being alone, but then I realize how unhappy I am when I'm not surrounded by people that I know in real life and having you know, friendships with other people and investing in other people, especially serving other people too, how much joy that brings us. I definitely agree with this. This one says, I think merch is super wasteful and unnecessary. This is a good take because I've gone back and forth about merch. I definitely think the merch where it's just say someone's name on it, or it's very obvious that it's being made to make money, which is everything in a business. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I do think that it can be done really not tastefully. You don't need to go to college to be successful. Yes, I think that that is so true. I think it's becoming increasingly more true too. I love these two because they are exact opposites. And I think this goes to show what I talked about in the beginning, how everyone has a different perception in life. She says, okay, I don't see the rush in getting married. I want to prolong every stage of life. Love all your content, but just my personal opinion. And then this one says, getting married young and having a family young is a good thing. You don't have to live your life first. And I love how those are opposites because it just shows that everyone has such a different opinion on life. I was talking about this with my friend the other day, how everyone's just so different with that kind of stuff. I definitely think that I wasn't in a rush to get married. I mean, you guys know, obviously, my faith and religion does contribute to a lot of the decisions that I make in life. But I don't think you should ever rush into marriage because you think that it's just the next thing to do. But I, at the same time, I don't think that 
getting married young and having a family young is the end of your life. We follow this couple who we knew from college and they have, they're pregnant with their fourth kid and I think they just turned 30 and they travel the world together. They just live so happily and they are just the cutest young parents ever, but their life definitely has not paused at all. I think it's, you know, gone up ever since then. But at the same time, that's not what everyone wants to do. I mean, my parents had five kids and they started having kids when they were 28. So everyone's different. This one is so funny. Okay, she said a few things. She said, leggings and sports bras are only for the gym. Be classy. Okay. Normalize living with your parents in your late 20s to save on rent, Italian style, which I'm all for it. And then she said, lifestyle content doesn't motivate me. It's just procrastinating. I follow people because I'm nosy, not for inspiration. And I think this is so funny because I'm actually the exact opposite. I really do watch people for inspiration, especially to find things to cook. When I want to be productive, I'll watch a productive vlog. Ooh, this one says sex gets less important the longer you are with each other, which that is a hot take. This one says the becoming that girl mentality on TikTok is toxic. This is one that I've seen a lot of people talk about. And she did an episode on this with my friend Kenzie and she was talking about how it's good to have those days when you feel like that girl when you're productive, when you work out, all that. But, and honestly, I think something to realize is that a lot of people do the that girl content because it is trendy and they're they want to put something in the title that's going to get people to click on it and that's you know just a part of doing marketing online too but when you're actually looking to that lifestyle and thinking that that's the ideal because I find myself when we're looking for homes and everything wanting the all white aesthetic the the bright kitchen that's all white the very neutral living room the bright windows the green juice all that stuff the green juice obviously doesn't come with the house but I'm just picturing the that girl tiktoks and I do think that it can be promoting an idealistic life but at the same time I think that that's so much of what all YouTube is kind of promoting that ideal life that people want to look up to and even when you're not trying to do that subconsciously that is why a lot of people watch YouTube I mean, except for the girl who said that she watches it to be nosy and not for inspiration, which I think is funny. I just know because sometimes I'll record those reels, how much of what I'm recording actually isn't life. Not that you're actually lying or being deceptive, but you're crafting an image. You're making sure that the light hits your juice right at a certain angle so it looks aesthetic. It's not actual life. Like life, for the most part, doesn't look like that. Like, for example, I'm recording a vlog this weekend that's kind of a weekend reset really having a relaxing rejuvenating weekend weekend and I mentioned how we went to the farmer's market and you're gonna watch all of these beautiful clips of us walking to the farmer's market but you don't see the fact that it took 30 minutes to find a parking spot I was getting a little stressed I was getting a little annoyed because I also had to record this podcast and I didn't want it to take too long and it was crowded you just don't see those things and I think with a that girl thing you don't see all of the stuff that doesn't look super aesthetic but I do like the trend that people do where it's half of my life looks like this and then half of my life looks like this or the one where they'll show their beautiful kitchen and then half of it's when it's really messy or something I think that those are nice to kind of tear down that narrative that life is always perfect Disney is overrated adults who go to Disney without kids makes me cringe wow that is a very hot take. Age differences in relationships are fine, even a few decades, as long as they are in love, which is also a very hot take. I don't know how I feel about a few decades, but I do know some, 
actually, I don't really know a lot of couples who have a large age difference personally in my life. People part with their partners slash friends way too easily, not talking about toxic situations. I think that this could also be true. Marriage is an archaic and out-of-date institution. I actually think there are probably quite a few people who believe that. I am terrified to get married in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, I think it's funny that that one came right after the marriage is an archaic institution. But it is kind of funny how many things with weddings, when you actually research the history behind them, like things like the garter toss, which my friend Carissa was telling us the story or the history behind. And some stuff like that is just kind of crazy. We didn't do a garter toss at our wedding but I think with weddings it's good to make sure that you really curate your wedding to if you are someone who likes rituals and history having all of the traditional things in it I think that's totally fine like we had traditional vows because that was something that I personally really believed in having but if you want to write your own vows like write your own vows too but I was too very nervous about getting married in front of a bunch of people but it's funny how looking back on our wedding day I don't even remember that because I was so focused on him and getting married that I wasn't thinking about all the people watching. But it is funny how you have that first kiss as a married couple in front of everyone. I always thought that was weird, especially because my dad married us and he was obviously right in front of us when we kissed. I remember when he announced it, he said, Aiden, you may kiss your bride, who is also my daughter, (laughs) to keep the kiss a little mild. But yeah, it was definitely kind of a strange thing. More people are hopping on being influencers because it's a shortcut to success. To preface that, I'm not sure I totally believe that 100% because I'm not a social media person, but it has crossed my mind multiple times based on what people say online. I think that, I don't know if I would say it's a shortcut. I do think it is easier than other jobs for sure. People always act like that's controversial to say. Like I know a lot of people online will say it's just as hard as other jobs and it just simply is not from my personal experience. I mean, maybe I'm not doing it in the same way as other people, but from working a traditional job before this, I can say I much prefer my lifestyle now than before. I love doing this and that's why I care so much about the type of videos that I'm putting out on my podcast because I do think it's such a blessing to get to do this. But I don't know if I would necessarily call it a shortcut. I think it has changed a lot in the past couple of years though. And I sound like such an old person on my high horse because I've been doing YouTube since like middle school or whatever, but it is a lot different because I think that there are so many people who do social media now. And like I mentioned with TikTok, it is not easier to get a following because you have to be really dedicated, especially if you're growing on TikTok, you're posting five times a day or something. It's definitely a lot of work, but I think it has a lot more negatives than people may perceive initially but I do think it's interesting that you think that I'm sure a lot of people also agree with you too okay child exploitation on social media is wrong that is a hot take this one says the white chunky sneakers are awful they belong on a grandpa Aiden actually agrees with you on this one it's funny because I was actually talking to a girl she said she liked my Steve Madden boots at the farmer's market today And she was talking about how she loves getting chunky shoes because they make her legs look slimmer. And I said, yeah, you know, I agree with that. But yeah, they do look like grandpa shoes. I will agree. But I still wear them sometimes. People are in relationships that they don't want to be in because they don't want the stigma of being single. I wish this was live so I could ask, but do we think that there's a stigma of being single? Because I personally see a lot of single people who look like they're and maybe they just look like they're living their best lives, but they seem to be having a great time. But 
I think that that could be true. Okay, this one says sleeping with socks on, and I totally disagree with this. I cannot sleep with socks on. I actually, I mean, hot take, don't really like sleeping with much on because I don't like the feeling of being constricted in my sleep. Even before I was married, like, I just, I like to be free in my sleep. This one says, you don't mind having few girlfriends in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. All you need is your husband and your family. This, I would say, yeah, I don't have a ton of girlfriends here in Dallas. I have a couple of my close friends, but I have always been content not having a ton of friends. Even before being married, I just, I liked seeing the friends that I had regularly as opposed to seeing different friends all the time. And I've never had a giant girlfriend group, which has also never really made me feel insecure, but I have had periods in my life where I was lonelier and I realized that I was kind of isolating myself a bit more, but I would say that this one was true. And you know, before I started this podcast episode, I was really worried a lot of people were going to take this as hot takes about me. (laughs) And I was worried it was going to be like that, that trend that was reading people's assumptions about me. And I'm sure there's more to come. Usually the longer I scroll, the more hotter the takes get, I would say in these poll boxes. But I'm glad that most of these are actually about other things and not about me. So I can just share my opinions too. Pride and Prejudice is overrated. I really have to disagree with this. If you're talking about the movie specifically, I'm going to be honest, I have not read the book. I wish I could say that I've read the book, but I love Pride and Prejudice. I we, I think it's because I would watch it with my sisters though. I love Pride and Prejudice. I love, what's the new one that came out? I love Little Woman because I would go with my sisters and we watched that and it was just so much fun. And I mean, Mr. Darcy, like we don't keep any alcohol in our house regularly, only grab it for special occasions. We also do this one too. We actually do have, I think we have champagne in our fridge, which I don't really know why. I think we thought we had something to celebrate and then we ended up not having something to celebrate. I actually agree with this one and not even for religious reasons of not wanting to drink as much, but we over the past month have just had a very social month and I found that we were getting into this habit of, not even habit, but it was just this pattern of you go out to eat with friends and you just assume that you have to have a drink. I felt the effects on my body just feeling really bloated from alcohol. I would drink like wine, sometimes margarita or vodka sodas. It's usually the alcohol that I have. And and I just realized that you don't always have to have a drink when you go out. And I love having a glass of wine. I'm not someone who's against alcohol by any means, but I think sometimes we just think that we have to drink because it's the social thing to do but you actually really don't so we just said that we weren't going to drink until i have this bachelorette weekend that's at a winery or we're going to be visiting winery so i figured i would drink then but it just feels good for your body not drinking and over the past couple of weeks we haven't and it's been really nice and so i would encourage you if you're someone who does drink regularly at home it does feel really good on your body to kind of go without for a little bit and you might just feel healthier. Like I just feel lighter in my body, which is nice. Jury duty doesn't sound that bad. This is so funny you said this because my friend Melissa just had jury duty and she was so excited about it and she got selected too and she was pumped. And I've never had jury duty though. I kind of want to have it. I think it's probably fun your first time, but then if you get selected again, it's probably not as fun. Okay, we got some good. We got some good takes. Okay, this one says Greek yogurt is disgusting. You know, I understand that one because it is a sour taste. I get that, but I personally do love Greek yogurt and have it very frequently. This one is another that girl one. She says, that girl trend is the most unrealistic thing if you're not an influencer, don't work from home, and have no kids. I totally agree with this one because I've always thought that 
that this is probably the most unrealistic lifestyle. And I think that about my own lifestyle too, because I do work from home. I'm not changing diapers. I'm not trying to get to work by 8.30 in the morning. And I just think about how much harder doing things like working out, eating healthy, all those things would be if I was living that lifestyle. So I definitely agree. And I think that's why a lot of times whenever we're picking content creators that we like to watch, you tend to pick people who you are living a similar life to because it's easier to relate to them. Taylor Swift is overrated. I've heard that quite frequently. Guys and girls simply cannot be best friends. I really never had a lot of really close guy friends. I have my friends Rose and Sebastian in high school. We were really close in high school and I would say he was a guy friend, but now yeah I don't really have I have friends that we have as a couple that are guys but I I kind of agree with this a little bit but maybe maybe it's not true I don't know okay this one says drinking is not a sin which is a very hot take drinking is not a sin the office is overrated that one I've heard quite often I actually do agree with this a little bit but I do like the office but I don't think it's a crazy awesome show I don't know <laughs> this one is so funny she says very very long hair is not cute when you're an adult adult hair should not go past your waist I love how this one was so specific I would definitely have hair past my waist if it would look good but it would look very stringy but that is a hot take I being a foodie is overrated eating should not be a hobby okay but I think that there are people who really enjoy food as in they enjoy the ingredients they enjoy cooking they enjoy the experience and I would say I enjoy cooking, but I'm not really a food snob. I don't mind where my ingredients come from. I would eat the worst quality ingredients and it would all taste the same to me. But there are people who notice those differences and there are people who like to travel to eat different foods. So I do think it can be a hobby for some people, but there are people who strictly eat for fuel and utility. Your political side does not determine what kind of person you are. I don't like drinking alcohol for fun. Peloton is overrated. Taylor Swift is extremely overrated. There are so many Taylor Swift is extremely overrated ones in here. Self-help books are textbooks and personally I see them as a chore slash homework. I actually kind of agree with this one. I'm gonna be honest, I stopped reading a lot of self-help books because it did feel like a chore. The bucket hat trend was just a huge wave of cute people making themselves look worse. <laughs> this one is funny because I actually almost bought a bucket hat the other day because I thought it was a cute trend and then my friend told me that it was not a cute trend so I didn't but gratitude makes me feel guilty for being sad sometimes even though I basically have everything eggs are gross scrambled fried sunny side it's all gross and they smell terrible there are a lot of people who actually think this my friend Melissa she says that she hates eggs too Ray Dunn is not cute style at all I'm gonna be honest I agree with this one too I'm not a fan of Ray Dunn I don't think there are a ton of people who are fans of the Ray Dunn style anymore living in New York City is not the dream there's so many pineapple on pizzas. That's the most popular one. That and Taylor Swift is overrated. Crumble cookies isn't my favorite. I'm going to be honest. Crumble cookies, we actually just had crumble last night and they were amazing. But I actually agree. I definitely am a big fan of Levain cookies from New York because you get that crunchy outside and then the inside is gooey. The thing about crumble is they're so heavy. 
They are filled with butter. And you got to be ready to commit when you're eating a crumble cookie and just know that afterwards you might not be feeling so great. But there are other cookies that I don't get that feeling with. Always feel so bad to say it, but I hate the term fur baby for pets. You know, I have to agree with this one. And when I actually worked at my old job, I was on an account that was a dog product. And we were actually, we actually had to tell people when they would send in their stories or videos for approval that they had to cut out any parts where they mentioned that they labeled their dog as a fur baby. I don't know what it is, but I think it was just making them sound like they were a stuffed animal instead of a dog, but I agree with that one. This one says, still living in your hometown as an adult, you can still grow as a person. I think that this is also true. Avocado is so gross. I would have to say that you gotta, you gotta try it a few more times. You gotta figure out if there's something you like. I love avocado. I love avocado toast. I love guacamole. I think it's so good, but I understand it's a very strange texture avocado going to church doesn't automatically make you a good person food is nourishment not something to punish reward yourself with friends isn't funny i said what i said i also am not a huge fan of friends i'm gonna i'm gonna confess society evaluates the quality of a relationship for its duration over how healthy fulfilling it is and i hate that i think that that is also true too dancing slash obnoxious wedding entrances are lame and tacky yeah, sometimes they can be a little cringy. I will I will agree with you on that one. I never kiss on the first date. Very interesting. TikTok isn't that great. There's another one like that. The Dyson Airwrap is a waste of money. You know, I'm glad you said this because I actually really want to buy a Dyson Airwrap right now. I just don't know where you get them right now. And I also don't really want to spend $500 on it. But I love watching the videos of people when they're using their Dyson Airwrap. Their hair just looks so beautiful and just like they got a blowout. But... I'd be interested to hear. Feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's at Michelle Reed. And let me know if you like your Dyson Airwrap because I would love to possibly put that in the budget to buy it if it's worth it. People should not treat their dogs as humans. It's great to love them, but as dogs, you know, you're talking to someone who definitely treats their dog like a human and <laughs> regularly calls them a human, but I can see that. I can see that. We shouldn't shame people, especially adults who don't get along with their parents. That is a hot take. I don't love open shelves in kitchens. You know, I've been thinking about this one because I have seen so many open shelves in kitchens lately and I like them, but I've always wondered if they would get old after a while. But I do think they're kind of pretty. Family and private life is more important than career. The oversized baggy clothes trend is not cute or flattering. I hate when people call inanimate objects she like a piece of clothing. She's so cute. I agree with this, but I'm gonna be honest, I do it too. I don't know why. It's kind of one of those things that you do and you kind of regret saying when you say it, but I can see that one. Free people clothing is trash. It never lasts and the dupes are always better. That is a hot take. I have had stuff that hasn't lasted from there, but I also have pieces from free people that I really love too. Euphoria is not great. I've heard a lot about Euphoria. I have not watched it, but I know a lot of people like it. Social media is only toxic if you follow the wrong people. I feel inspired every time I get on. I love i love that you said that i think that that's true and i love that you have that relationship with social media i sometimes don't have that but taking offense is a choice that is a hot take hormonal birth control causes infertility nobody i know who struggled wasn't on the pill you know here's the thing i've actually been researching this and i am not a doctor but i will say i think that a lot of people are prescribed birth control for say heavy periods or they have really irregular periods or really painful periods and a lot of times those symptoms are symptoms of say PCOS or another issue that could be causing infertility that could affect your fertility so 
I think right now that there aren't a lot of direct correlations, but I'm also not a doctor, so don't come at me. I've just been researching this a lot lately, and I think a lot of times it masks issues that people are having that are going to have to be solved when they get off birth control and they're getting off at a later time in life where it may be more difficult to conceive. So I don't know, not a doctor, but I just want to say I have nobody, literally nobody looks good with eyeliner on their bottom lid. I did read the bottom lid part. I was like, oh no, I wear eyeliner, but our generation has become extremely self-centered. I like the chips at the bottom of the back best. I think it's so funny how I'm reading these and these are two things that are side by side and one won't be really deep and the one next to it will say, I really like the chips at the bottom of the bag. The juxtaposition is just really funny. Most girls get dolled up to impress girls, not guys. I fully agree with this one. I just had a conversation with Aiden about this because every time we're out, I will look at other girls' outfits and be like, oh my goodness, she looks so cute. And I just got to tell him. I got to go up to them. I got to say that I like their outfit. And he was like, I really think that girls care more about impressing other girls than guys. And that is very true. When I feel good in my outfit and when I see another girl feeling good in her outfit it's just it's good energy asmr should be illegal <laughs> i actually sometimes will listen to asmr to fall asleep but i it does make me a little uncomfortable it's this weird thing where you kind of like it but it's also a little uncomfortable the if it serves you culture is extremely selfish serve others i hate normalizing things just live your life without needing others to approve something as normal that is a good take i like that take a lot couscous and quinoa are not tasty i agree with this you have to make them tasty though but by themselves they're not good squid games is overrated that is a hot take i actually really enjoyed watching squid games even though it was a very uncomfortable show the themes in it and everything i'm definitely excited for the second one sometimes too much empathy is a bad thing and becomes enabling resilience is important I don't love the emphasis on treat yourself. I wish we connected to others more. You know, there are so many of you guys who submitted things saying that, and it really makes me happy that so many of you guys are selfless people who believe that. You do not have to absolutely love your job. New York City and LA are overrated. I don't know why so many people choose to live there. I will say, living in New York City, I do think it's romanticized when you're watching videos or movies or any of that stuff. But there is a sort of energy there that I have never experienced elsewhere. I can't say about LA because I haven't really spent a lot of time in LA, but I do get why some people really love to live there. Americans easily forget that their freedom isn't free. You can use your beauty as a tool to get ahead just as you can with emotional intelligence. Pretty privilege is a thing. It's a thing. I hate when people name their plants. <laughs> it's just so funny. I can't get over how one will be so serious than one says this. I don't think I've never named any of my plants and I also have never named a car. My friend and I were talking about this if we were people who name our cars and we have it. This one just says those beanies that are crazy long on the top. I'm assuming she doesn't like those but I just thought that one was funny. It's weird when people describe clothes as buttery. <laughs> Fireworks are not worth the hype. You have to be conventionally attractive to be an influencer. Trends ruin everything, such a turnoff when everyone starts doing it or wearing it. We should be calling men higher. Not everyone who is single is necessarily looking for a relationship. See, that's what I meant when I said I don't know if everyone necessarily hates their life when they're single because I think a lot of people really prefer being single. Money can buy happiness. I agree with this to an extent. I think that money can make life a little bit easier, but I do think it gets to a point where... You got to start doing crazy things when you have a lot of money to still get that same thrill. Paper straws are nasty. TikTok dances are really cringy. I don't like avocados. Alcohol is actually really gross. 
I don't want any kids. I swear I don't know anyone else in my life who doesn't want any kids. That is a hot take that I saw a few people say that too. Golden doodles are not cute. What? I have to disagree with that one. I think that they're cute. I just have to say that Aiden is gone right now, but I keep screenshotting these and sending him. Every time I take a break from this and I'm scrolling to find new ones, I send him them because you guys are just so funny. I hate coffee. I have to disagree with that one. College is not the best four years of your life. I agree with that one too. A nine to five office job isn't that bad if it funds your daily life outside of work and you don't hate it. Alcohol abuse is way too normalized. I do think, and this is kind of what I was saying earlier, I think having to have drinks at a lot of social gatherings is definitely very normalized. Diet culture sucks. Everyone buys into it and I'm not here for it. Being fit isn't the only girl. Working overtime in your first career shouldn't be impressive. Boundaries are important. I definitely agree with that one. And we're going to end this with a very contentious one. She says, I live in Austin. in and out is way better than Whataburger. And I got to be honest, I'm probably about to say something that people would not expect, but I think In-N-Out is much better than Whataburger. If my family's listening, they're going to get so bad at me because I love Whataburger, but I love In-N-Out. I think it's so fresh. I love the size of the burgers. I love that you can do a lettuce wrap with your burger if you want. Fries are not too greasy or salty. Whataburger does hit different when it's after 11 p.m. When you get that honey butter chicken biscuit, after hanging out with your friends late at night, it definitely is a vibe. So those are all of the unpopular opinions I'm going to read. You guys submitted so many. I actually got to quite a few. I think on this time, this one is probably a little bit longer, but just to end this by saying that we all have different opinions and we all disagree. That is what makes the world go around and everyone comes from different places in life on the more serious ones and even on the lesser serious ones. So I hope you guys enjoyed this more lighthearted episode. I hope you guys are having a great week too. If you enjoyed, feel free to tag me in a story like always. I always respond to those when you guys tag me when you're listening on Mondays and also feel free to write a review if you enjoy this episode. Let me know. I love to hear your feedback, but I so appreciate you guys and I hope you guys just have a great rest of your day. Bye friends.